Dress it up and make it real for me. <laughs> Whatever that fucking means. It's March Madness. Welcome to March. Evan, we, we did not it. have the energy last week. We yeah, did not have the energy last week, but we still showed up. We grinded it out. We won our clunker. Out. And we got it done this week, though. I'm fired yeah, up. Yeah, then what did we do, Matt? What did we do after then, that? Then we came out and we fueled our teams to two dramatic wins over fantastic competition. I have the energy this week. I'm yep. ready to go because it's March. And we can rest whatever the month is after March. Yeah, not March. Whatever Evan Rothstein um, says. Matt, I have a confession to make to you. John Rothstein? Uh, it's John Rothstein. It's John. It's not Evan Rothstein. Um, Evan is the guy that I do a podcast with. You had yes. something to say. Yes. I was just going to say, unfortunately, until about three days ago, I had conceded in my head that we weren't going to win the Big 12 in men's basketball this year. And you know what, Matt? Someone's made a liar out of me because... Folks, Loser's it's looking, mentality. It's looking like we're going to do it. I just didn't think Kansas would fumble the bag so spectacularly. But hey... Far be it from me from underestimating Kansas. Overestimating both of them. Baylor with a massive win at home versus Kansas, 80 to 70 on Saturday. Putting Baylor one half game behind Kansas in the standings. And then on a very short turnaround, coming back on Monday. To Austin. <laughs> and in even look, the score was closer, but it felt like a more comfortable win versus Texas. 68-61. General takeaway from the weekend. Plus the Monday. weekend plus the week. I'll tell you some things. Uh, yeah. one, the Baylor women's basketball team won yet another Big Twelve championship. After you know, I was gonna everyone. give them their own segment. Oh, but, okay. Well, I but let's do this now. No, we'll it's just it a culture of now. winning. We can't stop winning, folks. Monday was barring like March. If we take tournaments out of the equation, I would say Monday was one of the best days to be a Baylor fan in basketball history. Top 10. Won the Big 12, and then you embarrass, can't, embarrass Texas to close out a stadium. Probably a top five Monday in Baylor basketball history. You know, the Lady Bears Lady Bears started off a little, a little shaky, learning a brand new system. Yep. The the men's team comes out, loses three out of six with injuries. And you think you can forget about them, but it's, it's the Baylor Bears. It's Dale Bonner. <laughs> I am so impressed with both programs at a level that almost feels it's hard to be more impressed than a national championship, right? I don't think it's yep. there yet. But I, I don't think I've ever been more proud of my athletic programs mm -hmm. that I'm a fan of yeah. than I am this week. You and I went out uh, to watch the game Monday night. And it, it, while the game was close, we're back to that point where it never felt 
like it was going sideways. Baylor was yep. down at five at times, seven at times in the first half. Never felt like it was out of reach because we know what this team is capable of. We know yep. what those guys are capable of. And this was right after the women blew out Iowa State. Oh, beat them to clinch a championship. Those girls. Um, and for anyone who hasn't watched a sport game with Matt or myself before, one, mm-hmm. we're pretty good hangs. You should do it. And two, we're pretty good hangs. I would say that like we're pretty pretty like happy dudes but like our mood definitely follows the pace of the game you know if like we're getting our teeth kicked in the pace yes yeah the pace and like the we just if it's not a good time we're not having a good time our mood kind of dampers down a little bit matt we had a delightful time at that bar we were lovely chatting the whole time smiles all around your better half joined us Um, by the way we she did oblige your request last episode Oh, and good. she she did oh. leave a voicemail. Uh, I cannot. I am so with an impression of you ordering coffee or at least commenting on coffee. I'm probably top ten excited for something in the last year to hear what she's about to so, say. So it's so good. It's so good. Um, we met up with a couple of uh, other Baylor individuals. Max Garner, friend of, friend the, of pod the pod slash contributor to the pod, um, and it was just a good time. It was just a blast. Baylor does play at home on Saturday versus Iowa State. And the only reason that's notable, the men's team. Mm-hmm. The only reason that's notable is because Kansas lost to TCU last night. Oh, did they? They did. Huh. And what that means is if Baylor wins, Baylor clinches at least a share of the Big 12 championship. But if Kansas loses again, Baylor gets it outright. Yeah. I, I did not foresee five losses being what wins this. Um, I just, I, again, I'm, I'm so impressed. Just so, so impressed Matt. again with, with that fifth loss being out of conference, but four losses, as I predicted, will win the conference. Yeah. And you said, it. I, That's I'm you. just, I'm just blown um, away. I was so impressed. Matt, I have a question for you. Sure. So going back to the 2019-2020 season, no, one more. The year, the year that the Lady Bears most or the women's basketball team most recently won the national championship, I believe it was okay. 2019. From that season through the end of what this season is about to be, I think someone could make an argument that that is the greatest three-year or maybe maybe it's four years, the greatest three or four-year stretch of any school's basketball program in history. You've got what six Big Twelve championships. You've got two national titles, maybe one, perhaps two more this year. I don't know if you can find a run like that. I think we're in rarefied air here, and none of us know it yet. I, you do have to consider some of the UConn teams uh, that sure. won multiple championships in a row. Uh, but other than that, I think you're right. Um, we're doing it right now, gang. Doing it right now. Historic stuff. And I think my overall point here is enjoy this, right? Don't take it for granted because it will not always be this way. I think that's where we have to be realistic with ourselves. It will not always be this good. It can be this good at times, and it will be, I suspect. But it will not always be this dominant. I think it would be really good if we could talk to someone or maybe two people who are kind of going through that. (laughs) You know, maybe your team what an were interesting really idea. at one point, and maybe well, you're on the top of the world. Maybe you're not. Let anymore. me tell you, we have two prominent Texas fans actually coming on the pod, oh, good friends of ours. I got to say, good guys, without giving them too much credit. Good uh, but we will chat with them about, honestly, don't know, 
Um, and it's honestly a little worrisome. Uh, I hope we that's haven't not... recorded it yet. I wonder what we will talk about. Matt, any guesses? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping we don't run them out of the show. That's all. I hope I they don't quit. Hope, I hope that no one disavows the church. That's my one thing. If, if no that's one the, if the we church, can just avoid that, that will be fantastic. Yeah, that, if that's win. if there's one thing that we don't do, that would be great. If that's it. Okay. Well, I hope I hope we don't. There are uh, a couple other items. Unless you had uh, anything more to say about the remarkable weekend. Um, Jeremy yes. Sohan's hair. Tennis ball looking great. Tennis ball. I think it looks fantastic. Looking great. Um, yes, I do have a thought. And I think, I think you'll agree. I hope you'll agree. And I would like to hear your thoughts as well. Um, I, I don't think we are telling ourselves the truth about Nikki Collins. I think there's a bunch of like, competing. I will. Okay. Yeah, so I'm getting there. It might, it might take me a while, but I think, okay. I think I'll land somewhere. Make your way. You know, be- before the year came in, it was like, uh, Hall of Fame coach leaving. Hopefully she can like steady the ship. And then some people, I'm not even sure this is real, but some people were saying that they were seeing people talking about getting rid of her early in the year. It's true. I and, mean, I, I definitely did see that. People were, yeah. oh, getting rid of her? No, I didn't see that. That's far too early. I so saw people were very unhappy that. with the hire. Yes. Well, and, and, and I think you'll like where I land this plane. Uh, and then, you know, I think I'm among these people. There's a lot of people saying like, oh, well, look, still won the Big 12. Good of us. And I think we're doing her a disservice because she coached her ass off getting there. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, Oh, surprise Baylor's good again. It's like, we, we had to do, we had to fix some things. We had to figure it out. And she did that. And it's not an easy thing when you come in that close to a season starting and uh, she did it. And I think, I think we need to give her more flowers than she's getting for doing what she's doing. It is um, a very different offensive style, a lot faster, a lot more perimeter shots. And it hasn't been perfect all the time. No, but it has turned into something extremely dangerous. Yep. And when this seems rolling, it's uh, it's a different beast. And something I'll note, something I learned about women's basketball this year is it is crazy how good an offense can look if the defense doesn't know exactly what you're about to do, even if you're really <laughs> good at it. You know, it's nice having a post who uh, surprise she's on your ass again, you know. Yep. Rather than a forty-five paint touches a half, and that's yep. all I got to say about that. We're we're kind of all over the place, but we we almost forgot to talk about our favorite team, Gonzaga, who also oh. won. Uh, you know, they went perfect in their conference slate for sure. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Hold Are on. Are you hearing? Yeah. Just, no. It actually no. actually they got dominated. Yeah. It was by St. Mary's. I watched. I watched that whole game. I watched it in the metaverse. Would you believe it? I sat in my bed I, and I watched. I unfortunately I would believe it. Metaverse. Yep. Uh, um, Chet Holmgren looking very tall and still. Gonzaga is good. Let's be very clear. They have a very solid baseline of quality. Yeah. Okay? Uh, they're not winning the title. No, they're not, not going to do that. I'll put my foot in the ground right now. Not winning it. Yep. Not making the championship game. Eh, I'm, I'm less hater. confident about that. But like, let me be clear. I'm a hater. And that okay. boy, Chet, Gumby is good. Gumby is really good. He's right. fine. He is fine. I I'm would like him. I would love upset. him to be on our roster. But what no. I'll say is, you know, that's a conversation that I'm not I, interested in having. But okay. what I'm saying is, what is he going to do when people with a little ass are in the paint? Just a minute amount of ass. Just the, just the smallest amount of ass. 
Bold? He is my my whole thing is he is a good college player by being tall and still. And I understand that he has a lot of movement and he can run. I understand that he can run. Congratulations. But I don't want to turn this into a Chet Holmgren hater episode, but I can do it if you want. And here it is. No, um, I'm just just not impressed. A lot of other teams went down in the top 10. A lot of other podcasts have covered that. Feels a little bit too sportsy and newsy for us. Yeah. So we're going to move on. I will say by one thought, 10 to 3, yeah. bigger jump than I was guessing. Uh, yeah, honestly. Bigger yeah. jump and than I, I think, was thinking. I think that 3 to 5 range is about right for Baylor. I think yeah. that's about right. And that's um, a great, that's striking distance, folks. That's what we call absolutely. that. Absolutely. 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 Let's move on to another West Coast Conference topic that you brought up. Uh, you yes. were sharing with me the picture of the bracket of the West Coast Conference yeah, conference tournament. Real sicko shit. Gang, you want to explain you, this? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'd like to give a formal hat tip to Pablo Escoburner for putting that on my radar because he sent it to me. Just but, another another plug yeah, for Auburn Twitter. We yeah. love Auburn basketball they, Twitter. They're, so good. they're, they're a sponsor. Um, so good. So, you know, if you have a normal tournament, there's it's it's equal. There There's sides or halves to the bracket. Gang, have you ever played Mortal Kombat before? <laughs> you know, know, like on the Super Nintendo, where I know you, you're going pick, with this. You pick which level you want to go, and it's like you fight the first person, and you go the next person. That is what a team called something called a Pacific is going to have to do to win yep. the WCC tournament. They are the ninth seed, and they have to play the eighth, and then the seventh, and then the sixth, and then the fifth, just to get to Gonzaga, who has to play nobody. Gonzaga is already in the championship game of that conference tournament because that's how a smart person makes the tournament bracket I just learned. There you go. Matt, that's so fucked up. Not even from like a basketball competitive yeah. advantage standpoint. That is, is like logic fucked up. That's some someone who has no business being near a logic puzzle made that. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, so can, it's I know you have purpose. this fancy software. Can you put a picture of it right here so I can say, Look at this shit. Can I do that? Can I go boom? Look at this shit. Yeah, we can do that. Um, it is disgusting. <laughs> you know, Mark Few definitely designed that. He made a ruler. I was like, okay, let's just say if you win the conference tournament one year, you get to make the bracket the next year, however you want. And he did it like 10 years ago, and he just hasn't lost since. That's exactly yep. what it is. All right, here we go. I'm going to move this way a little bit too so I can like look at it. You know how people on YouTube will do there like you those go. clickbait things like, yep. look at this. We rated this tournament. <laughs> Dang, look at that. Pacific has to beat LMU, BYU, and San Francisco on consecutive days just yep. to get a crack at Gonzaga, just yep. to get a crack at St. Mary's. Yep. It's a lot. It's and that's great. just that's just to get a crack at one seed Purdue four days later. <laughs> who who will not be at number one seed? Let's be very. I know. Clear. I was. I would. I didn't you're you're not. I, I understand why you said that, but yep. Um. Yeah. That sucks. They got to get eleven. Sucks. They got to win eleven games. Because like that's a good San Diego team, and that's a good Portland team. Santa Clara, I honestly don't know much about. And then of course St. Mary's gets just about the same treatment, but. I don't know. If you're a smaller smaller tournament and you need to get your teams in, 
it, well, it, I, I don't know. It seems backwards almost. Like you would you would want Gonzaga to have to play hard. I don't know. Maybe you're prepping them for the nat for the NCAA I mean, like, tournament. I it's this, it's this screws the number nine, eight, seven, ten, five, and six seed in your tournament. They all have to climb a mountain just to get an at large for bid. for potential auto bids or yeah. for for potential auto bid. Yeah. Like yeah, even, it is what it is. Like, like, there's a real question to be had there. Like, why even have a tournament? Why not just have Gonzaga St. Mary's again? Because they're getting teams that have played on no rest. Yep. Yep. It's um, awful. very true. It's, it's awful. Oh, that- my God. Uh, we have breaking news here. The Oklahoma State Cowboys have just Uh-oh. defeated the Iowa State Cyclones. Not that uh not that surprising except for the Iowa State Cyclones men's team scored 36 points in the game in a full basketball game. This is the game. same same Iowa State team uh that is traveling to Waco on Saturday. Let me be clear, let me be clear. Let me be clear. Iowa State had a bad football team this year and they scored more points than that in the game. It's true. It has to be so infuriating to be an Iowa State fan, right? It has to be. It, it, yeah. This. Yep. I gotta not make jokes about them anymore because that is awful. You got a top ten. Some people are. Some people are <laughs> whispering. Turned. Some people are whispering Heisman about your quarterback going into the season, and you fall. The apart. breaking news it was actually Evan breaking into. Uh, his his hard exterior has shown his soft and in, in, empathetic interior. And all of this is in the background of them losing every goddamn conference game last year. Every every game. Statistics tell you that can't happen. That's an impossibility. And they did it. They did it. That has to be awful. And they're coming off of a few years where they weren't great, but they were like pretty good. Where it's like, oh shit, here comes Iowa State, yep. and then. <laughs> Yep. Oh God. That's ah, well. awful. Huh. Well, better than you know. That. What are you gonna do? You know? <laughs> ah well. Evan, we have um our guests joining here shortly. Uh so we want to kick it over to them here pretty soon. Uh can we get a New Year's Eve resolutions? Uh or New Year's yes. resolutions update, please. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't remember or didn't hear, I have two New Year's resolutions this year. Um, the first, it is that I want to become a connoisseur of the kitchen. Um, that's everything from making coffee at home. No, to... that's not what you said. Not what you said. You said a renaissance man. Ah, in yes, the kitchen. yes, yes, yes. A renaissance man. That's even better mm-hmm. than connoisseur. Uh, a renaissance man. So just like anything within the confines of a kitchen, I want to be able to do Uh quick breakfast for the friends. Uh, maybe I can make a steak by the end of the year. Maybe I can make like a really good smoothie. If I have a friend over, I can make coffee for them. That's going really well. Uh, I'm using a subscription service called <laughs> Matt. Can you bleep out when I say it? No free ads. Sure. Um, yeah, we can. And I really, I've really enjoyed my experience there. Um, it's pretty easy meals to make and it's like, I'm a big dummy in the kitchen and it explains it in a way that I can do it. So I've been making good. I made Cajun chicken pasta tonight before podcast. It was very good. Uh, and also my second goal and the one I'm more proud of is that I want to walk 1000 miles this year. And that's not yep. just like moving around. Like this is the, the update day. that I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm going way longer than you thought. Um, no, I, 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 I need it. What, what's the number? Evan, yeah, how many so miles are we at? As of today, 
and and just so y'all know for for clarification purposes when i say walk miles i mean like leave my apartment and say i'm going on a walk not just like miles i've moved while i'm right not not waking hours dedicated walks yeah as of today march what's today march the march 2nd march 2nd as of march 2nd i have walked 253 miles this year there is a six mile loop in austin that i really like um I can either get coffee on it or I can get chicken filet while I'm on it. So most days I do one of those two things. And I'll just do that. Yeah. Mile loop. And um, you're going to crush look, a thousand. Yeah. And I'm becoming hotter. Look at me. Look, look at my name. You think you, you think do look a little not, sunburnt. You think uh, someone your name does say that? Evan hot. That's yeah, true. So. Your name does say Evan hot. Yeah. Got Evan, we, I actually forgot one other thing that we do need to talk about. And that was a small wager that we made with each other. Regarding a particular player. Refresh me. You told me that Flo Thamba would score 30 points in a basketball game this season. And I think we both realized pretty quick that just a raw points bet at set at 30 was not fair. Pretty tough. Pretty tough. Because you are my friend, I decided to alter the terms to make this a little bit more competitive, right? Yeah. To make it a little bit more entertaining for both of us. What I said, what I believe I said, and I'm not going to go back and listen to my own episode. I'm not going to do it. Somebody else is going to have to do that for me. Yeah, who does that? But I believe, I believe what I said was points plus free throws made, right? Mm-hmm. Plus rebounds. Yep. If that equals thirty, then then you win the bet. Yes. The question Those is, are... the question is, did I include fouls into that transaction? Because yeah. Versus Kansas, Flo Thamba went banana sandwich on the Jayhawks, sure did. amassing 29 points, free throws, and rebounds. If we are counting fouls, he amounted to 33 total statistical tallies. And you know what? Because we're unsure about the fouls part of it, why don't we just do this thing? Let's just only count mm, half of his fouls. Let's just count half of the fouls he had. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so can you do that? Can you do that math? If we just do that, like a little compromise? Nope, I can't. I'm going to need to break out the TI 83 and I'll do that off air. And okay, we'll, we'll just, just let me know until then it will be considered a draw until we get a final ruling from somebody who can go back and listen to that episode. Because again, I'm not going to do it. If you're a lawyer and you're listening to this, I want to get your legal opinion here. So, well, that's about half of our listener base. So that's perfect. I think Damn, be great. y'all rich as hell. All right. So rich. All right. We have, uh, Less humble teach and Mr. Blah blah coming up here in a couple minutes. Um, other than that, Evan, let's go have some fun. Let's do it. That's right. You hear the music celebrating a funeral of sorts, <laughs> <laughs> and the only Oh, that's what that song was. The only thing <laughs> that we could play before bringing on two of our most esteemed guests thus far. I think we've had three. Um, <laughs> Les Humble Teach and Mr. Blah Blah. Two Texas fans on the pod at once. I'm not sure this was a wise idea. Gentlemen, welcome between. to Between Thank Two Bears. You. Thank you for having us. This is now the Between Two Horns podcast. 
And uh, that was the most Baylor intro music of all time. I just want you to know that it that was, was very, very Baylor. Uh, a stolen TikTok beat that. <laughs> I had their TikTok right. slander, both. I love TikTok. <laughs> I had oh I had to pull I had to pull a meme out of the bag from like two years ago, uh, because I don't know it just it just felt most appropriate, right? Where Evan and I are here hoisting a, a, a casket up above our heads, you guys are kind of helping us because I think we're all on the same page here. After Baylor um, sweeps Texas basketball, but we won't start there. I, I wanted to give the rest of the audience kind of some background. Tej, um, I first came across your account. On Twitter.com, uh, just I, I think just being generally that. spicy. Yeah, it's okay. It's a mutual apology because you know <laughs> now we're acquaintances. But just generally being spicy online over a uh, myriad of topics, we'll say. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what what convinced me to follow. I hope I never find out. But uh, and then Mr. Blah. <laughs> Mr. Bly, I don't really know any other way to say this other than you were. I either followed you because you were mad about the current state of Texas sports or just tweeting general filth. And it was probably both in the same tweet. Probably. And, uh, I just wanted to start this off on a sincere note and say I'm, I'm very genuinely glad you guys are in my sphere of people that I know and can call friends. So I just wanted to start it off that way. And uh, and say welcome. I, I'm I'm excited to talk Baylor and Texas sports with you guys uh, while we still have you in the conference. Yeah, we appreciate really buttering us up to slender us. Oh, it's it's uh, gonna right? get. Oh yeah. I I purchased soundboard software today specifically to pull some things up. Um, but we can we can get into that here in a little bit. I'm gonna need to buy a soundboard uh, as well. I wanna I wanna get with you uh, offline so that I can get a soundboard as well. Uh, not that Texas will let me actually use it for good purposes. I'll have to use it unfortunately for evil. Matt, <laughs> do you have any do you have any um sound bites for for T's right now? Maybe from your soundboard no. that explain where no, Texas is. No. I was in Texas because we're both no. black. So um let's say. Um I was hoping for but, like a bruh or a you're you're damn, looking son. you're looking for I love yeah. that Evan already has the sounds in his brain, even though they have not been programmed onto the board yet. He's just like, I already have yeah, them. Yeah. I already know all of them. Me and Matt share it's a brain. Like 2000s Indeed. mixtapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shared account. I uploaded stuff earlier. But uh, before Matt plays that, I uh, I don't know if any of y'all do this, but I do it. Um, I will talk to my spouse about people that I don't know on the internet who she, like, two degrees of separation doesn't know. And I'll refer to them like they're people that I hang out with. I'll be like, yeah, my friend Teej said this wild thing today. And she's like, wait, you know someone named Teej? And who who is he? And then, so I feel like my girlfriend already knows both of you like pretty well. Uh, may, she maybe doesn't know the best of you, but she definitely knows you. You should uh, definitely like the worst of us. Like, at let's have with Teej. So like my friend at let's have with Teej. And you should do that every time you bring it up instead of just saying Teej. <laughs> so I, I don't know what this sound is. I will just say this. It is labeled Longhorns. So I have no idea. This might be some slander. It is. Oh, that was actually a custom song made by a friend that I will tag on to the end of this. Um, but there is. No, no, we'll probably have to edit that out. See, it's getting it's getting crazy in here. Wait, have y'all heard? There we the, go. Uh, There's the bruh. Bruh. Oh, this there bruh. It go. wasn't there. 
What's crazy you know, is you guys don't know this. Matt and I practiced this earlier. This is the best we've ever done this. It's the best. This is, <laughs> they say yep. Texas brings out the best in everyone. That's for the program. So, best of the Baylor, unfortunately. You know, we'll just um, stick with the classic here. There we go. There we go. And uh, I, it, it's important to me that y'all know that I didn't want to bring on my Texas friends in here like just to slander them. Like, I, I hope that you know that this was kind of in good faith. Uh, unfortunately, the first thing, Matt. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> we did not. Okay, oh, I know no. I made a joke about us practicing something earlier, oh, but we no. did not practice that. <laughs> that was I'm so just, rude. I am oh, just no. practicing the um, software that I'm using. Please no, I was getting Evan. I was getting at a question. That that 30 minute video of those dudes boohooing earlier today that came out about the state of Texas. I I don't want to talk about it a ton, but did y'all watch or listen to any piece of that? So I didn't see anything I didn't. like that. We'll 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 cut that out oh. if you didn't. But Evan go into it a little bit. Oh it so it's Jeff Ketchum and some man named Anwar. And they I guess Anwar they have Richardson, like a, yeah. yeah they have like a daily show or whatever and it was 30 minutes long today or yesterday and it was just catch him detailing specifically how Baylor is better than Texas right now, but he went for a half hour. I don't think he took a breath. I heard and this. He was, he was so sad. It was the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. So I know why <laughs> I, I didn't see it. this, because they both blocked me. <laughs> so if they're and watching see, this, if they don't mind unblocking me, you bitches. But, and see, that's, that's why we get along. That's why we get along. Let's, <laughs> let's shift gears into sports for half a second. Half a second. At the beginning of this basketball season, Texas brings in a new coach and a ton of new, really talented transfer players. Guys, I need to know what your actual honest, and, and this is a safe space, your honest predictions for the season based on the off-season acquisitions. We are exactly where I thought we were going to be. Uh, we play hard. We play great defense. We can't shoot, and we can't play make, and we really can't make layups. So every time we score, it is a mini celebration, and a, an angel gets his wings because we don't score very often. So that we are literally exactly where I thought we would be when you brought in all these talented kids off the street from all the different programs of America and tried to jam them together and say, I know you guys are going to be on the same team, but also none of you is going to be option number one on offense because none of you – are very offensively gifted. So we are exactly where I thought we were going to be. So TJ, I, I think it's important to be objective here. <laughs> Go ahead. Because I legit thought this team was going to be amazing. And granted, I don't watch basketball that much, so I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like, I know everybody. I probably like know like a couple of dudes off the roster. But I was like, okay, we got a guy from Vanderbilt that was a top scorer. We got this car kid, you know, mm-hmm. elite score. We got Chris Beard. I mean, if you can make something happen at Texas Tech, you are doing miracles because that is a trash program. So I was like, okay, you know, we're going to be great. This team is awful. But my expectations were Final Four, just legit. Because I was thinking, oh like, they're God. old guys, too. Like, they put up a stat against y'all, and it was like, we're older than the Oklahoma City Thunder, our average age. Correct. So I'm like, you should be Dang. mature. Like, they're not like young kids in college drinking every night. You know what college is like, so you should be like in the practice watching film. They are old and unserious too at the same time right now. Okay, wait. When you say they know what college is like, I hope that you are not saying that because they went to college at Vanderbilt or wherever the hell these kids were at before they got to Austin, 
they don't know what the hell a college is like until they walked on mm-hmm. campus at Texas and they said, holy shit, this is what college is supposed to be like. So I'm sure those dudes are in the streets having the time of their lives. They are not They are not mm-hmm. sitting around listening yeah. to Chris Beard talk in their off hours. They're not doing that. But I think they're older and they've been like, you're not like a high school freshman going into college. Like your freshman year playing the co- being a college athlete, knowing like, you know, film and all that. At this point, it should be nothing to you. Like, you, I'm serious, but I know how to manage it better than I did as a freshman. So you would think, you know, better approach, more mature. But that hasn't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's paying out. I think maybe it's, it hasn't. It's important to be objective here. Like, Texas is a legitimately good basketball team, right? Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's fair to say that. 15 in Ken, in Ken Palm, fourth in the Big 12. Fourth in the Big 12 puts you winning – three to four other conferences right mm-hmm. like it's yeah it, it's Facts. it's been a good season yeah um and uh this this season and last season were really the first two i've like followed like super super closely and we are um, proud of you by the way Evan. yeah so i really have locked in i've watched games i'm doing the whole thing we are not but, proud um, of him it is easy to watch a ton of college basketball when your team is beating the dog shit out of everyone, that is he does not get points. Well, you that. should try it. Oh, it's great. That is fun. You we should are try trying. It. Our <laughs> team has to be. <laughs> we are trying. Okay, no, but I, but I have a real question. Um, I and I'm not asking this to like make a joke or be funny at all. Can you both tell me what was wrong with Shaka? I thought he was fine. Oh, I mean, maybe it's just like residual started. thought, like residual so, thought that he's fine because there was like hype around him at one point. Well, the easy answer is Shaka. he won. Go ahead. Go ahead, teach no. Uh, the easy answer is he won ex- as many NCAA tournament games as I did in my also coaching career. And we have won the same amount of NCAA coaching games, or at least at it's Texas part of his journey. Obviously, he had won games before he got to Texas. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the what, what, what is, is this thing on the bottom, bottom of the screen? I don't what know. Is this I don't know how to, screen? I don't no, know. What is this? this the, the the my, technology. my hands are this is not some weird banner showed up. ACU stands for Abilene Christian. Did you type this shit in there, Evan? I'm telling yeah. you on God on everything. I did not do that. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know what happened there. God now. Chaka <laughs> had the most swaggerless. They had no every he team that Chaka Smart coached at Texas. No, I don't mean him personally. I mean his brand <laughs> of basketball. We had literally no identity at VCU. His identity was he had super long havoc. guys and it was super havoc, defensive right? it was the guys. Havoc defense. Yeah. Yes. We literally had no identity at Texas. Like. You became a big name because of this, and then you came to Texas and you just stopped doing it. It's like, bro, <laughs> that's the one thing that you did it. So why would he you got, stop? He got the bag. He got paid. It, it's, it's well, he started recruiting because it doesn't work really, really in big boy basketball. It, it works at VCU and in that conference, but exactly. it, it does not work in the Big Twelve. See, but that's I don't know if it was as much that as it was. We were getting really, really top recruits, and he was trying to change his game plan around those guys. Chris Beard opens up, as we said, trying to be nice and objective here. Very solid season. Maybe not being a a Big 12 championship contender, and that's okay. What is your expectation for the rest of the season, including the Big 12 tournament as well as the NCAA tournament? Because Texas is going to make it. Mm -hmm. What are Uh, your expectations? He better win at least one NCAA tournament game. We're projected now, I think, as a between a four and a six, depending on whose little bracketology you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Go win a game, uh, and that's easy for us. To, 
unfortunately, he's carrying a lot of the water for the past administration because Shaka finally put together a season that was impressive. We went and went, uh, won the Big 12 tournament. And then what happened? We literally got into the tournament and we won't speak of the things that happened to us when we got there. But I mean, we can if you want to. Like, no, I, no, I would rather no, not. No, a lot of good. nightmares and okay. a lot of drinking to deal with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, he goes and wins a tournament game. And I'm me personally, I'm happy at that point. If we go into round two and get smacked, I'm that's okay. Like at least we won a tournament game. We get to the six two sixteen. I'm ecstatic. These are my year one expectations. Uh, and I can't. I don't know what my expectations would have been going to the tournament or going into the year before we I saw the team play. But as soon as I saw the team play, I think we who beat us real bad when we first. I think it was Gonzaga. When we played Gonzaga, I was like, one, I don't think Gonzaga is as good as people think they are. And also, two, Gonzaga is three or four levels above Texas at the moment. And obviously, we got a team full of new guys. They're all trying to gel. But I realized, oh, offensively, we're going to struggle all year. Because offense is one of those things. I should be able to get five talented dudes who can score or three talented dudes who can score and two other dudes who can do other things. And I put you on the court. Y'all never played together before. You can still do offense. Defense is going to be a complete shit show. But offense, you can do. Like, someone needs to go score the basketball. And I realized quickly, we don't have guys that can consistently score the basketball. That's still the problem. So give me one tournament win. I'll be happy. I'll talk my shit. And then I will, you know, everything else on top of that is a bonus. Stefan, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Exact same. I mean, God, it's so hard. And it's, it's something I struggle with as a fan because as a Texas fan, I want a lot of y'all. I want to send out the tweets of, like, we're great. We're back. We're about to win it all. But, like, there's been so many times that I've watched us absolutely shit to bed. And I'm just like, golly, this is so depressing. So I'm, I'm making us losing in the first round. But if we win the Big 12 championship for the tourney again, might I add, so that's kind of like a championship. I don't want to say – Baylor didn't win it last year. Yeah, you won a natty, okay. but who cares about right. that? Um, <laughs> we both, we both we both were trying, we we were trying to be positive. I've just decided what the next topic is going to be. No, please continue. But seriously, like one win, please. Because last year was so embarrassing. I think we played, I, I don't know. I feel like defense is a really big thing and defense wins championships. Some say it's half the but game. I feel like it's, <laughs> it could be. You know, it's close. It's in that area. But, it's in that range. Yeah. It, you know, don't forget about the special teams in basketball. Um, but, <laughs> you know, like, I, I just don't know. I think defense will get us so far, but when you it's March, you throw everything out the window too. I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm just praying over if y'all Baylor guys want to throw in some <laughs> extra prayers, and I know y'all got guys' <laughs> phone number. Uh, so not, if you could not really uh, my yeah, vibe. There's a, there's a lot of Baylor fans right now that are listening to this, and it's probably 10.30 a.m. on a Thursday, so they're in chapel right now. So yes. if you're listening to this in chapel, go ahead, send, send a couple up. That's He's right. Talk to Jesus and let him know that. That's not as a, a Texas He's... fan. I apologize for for any <laughs> tweets. There was I've made a lot of Baylor fans upset the other night. I'm really sorry about that. I sent that tweet and I went to sleep, and then I woke up and it was it was angry. Uh, Bears. You know, I apologize. I for that. Not me. that was the old me. Was um, was the voicemail you left on our account the old you as well, Mister Blah? Wait, which one? I also I'm, left some voicemails. You did leave a voicemail. Y'all should know and, I never hear these until we start. Matt Matt has heard these before, but this is I haven't heard whatever's about to happen. I'm I'm not going to play it out of respect <laughs> for you. <laughs> but I will give you the opportunity to role play leaving us another voicemail. 
That's so humiliating. We need to just so listen this, to it. So this is after the game. So this is after the game, not before the game, correct? This is this is as of right now. If you'd like to leave us like a live voicemail, go. All right, I got you. Uh, so hello, go ahead, Stephon. hey ba- hey Baylor fans. Um, I'm glad y'all won the game. I'm glad your program is on the rise. I really would love for y'all to eventually get a national championship in football. Because you know basketball ones are really cool, but nobody really cares about that that much. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all are two and five that, against us in the past couple of years with football. So um, mm-hmm. Kansas is a great program, and I, I see this. <laughs> it's weird that you would bring Kansas. that up. I don't know why you just brought that up, but people people don't realize how much Kansas was different from game one until the end. Plus, playing Texas, mm-hmm. is everybody they didn't see the growth. So they didn't um, see that growth. They didn't sure. see it. They didn't see it at all. Kind of weird to um, just I gotta, bring that in there with no. No context, but okay. <laughs> because you know you hear it a lot. Like people are like, "Oh, you lost to Kansas." You do hear it okay, a lot. good for Kansas. Yeah. Like that guy got an Applebee's commercial. Now. Should we want kids to, you know, gr- be great? But, You're just um, about kids getting their money. Texas is for the kids. That's it. Texas exactly. is for the kids. So it's all right. We'll be back. Soon. All right, you ran out of time there. Um, kind of a disjointed uh, voicemail there. You probably have to try you it know, again. I got a te- I got random facts scrolling across the bottom. <laughs> Um, that's, I don't actually know what you're talking about for those of you listening in audio. It's very weird. (laughs) Um, a quick recap of the game last night, Evan and I, uh, done this, uh, already or or about to do it depending on where we put this interview in to the episode, but your thoughts about the game last night. Me, anybody. So I thought I objectively thought Texas played hard, which we usually do. I thought for the first half, we played harder than Baylor, which was uh, a bit surprising to me. But obviously, Baylor knew we can just turn on the turbo nuclear button and this game will be over. And I think Texas shot, what, two of 23 from three, which is extremely nasty. Me and Stefan can shoot two of 23 from three right now. I promise you that. And I haven't played competitive basketball since the pandemic started. And I can definitely shoot two of 23. Uh, You're going to have to shoot four of 23, which now (laughs) – is now significantly different. Blossom, you were signing up for something he did not agree to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I thought if the three-point shot was falling, the end of the game is more interesting. But we are also prone to very inopportune scoring droughts. Uh, if y'all remember, we had a game against Tennessee where we were up by, I think, 17 or 18 late in the game. And then we didn't score for the rest of the game. And Tennessee got up within one. And we almost lost. Uh, we are very, very, very bad at sc- scoring to close games, especially when we have the lead, and even worse when we have when we're losing. So uh, it, it it happened to us again. It's one of those things that lets you see that there's a cap on how far we can go in the tournament because every team that's ever made a deep run in the tournament at some point got hot in the second half of the game, which got them to win. Whether it was to salt away a lead that they've already had. Or they were behind and they were able to come back. And we literally don't have that. So shooting like that, I knew it was only going to be a matter of time before things got out of hand. And, of course, Baylor went on a quick 7-0 run. And I think uh, – I forgot the name of the guy who was killing us, but he shot like 5 of 7 Flagler. from 3. Flagler. had to be Flagler. Yeah, Flagler. yeah, yeah you're not We're supposed like to shoot Flagler. like that in a college basketball game, especially against a team that plays great defense like Texas. So I was very yeah. disappointed that Flagler was shot 5 of 7. I was disgusted yeah. by that because I thought we played pretty good defense, but Flagler just didn't give a shit about our defense, and I don't like him very much for that. So, Flagler, if you're listening to this podcast, 
I wish that you wouldn't have done that to us, and hopefully Which we does. see you again. We actually uh, DM it to every uh, every player, every student athlete <laughs> at Baylor. We actually send it directly to them, and we ask for feedback, and we get it. Um, and so I have a, I'll, I'll, I'll I have a basketball thought for y'all. Oh, um, so I no, this is I think I think I might be onto something here. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I think Texas is like a very good basketball team, and I think they are. Let's, We're being let's genuine. Say, let's say that you run into Baylor and Kansas in the conference championship you're going to go into the tournament having played six games against one seeds mm-hmm. in the last five weeks i mean that's yep. that's not a thing that a lot of schools are like that battle like that battle tested one ever but like especially on a regular season duke exactly. is in the acc and we haven't played a ranked i'm also a duke fan we haven't played a ranked team in conference the acc has no other ranked teams other than duke that might have it changed it's funny you mentioned it Duke, there's something going on with their coach, but I can't, I can't play. He's like not coaching no. next year. Oh, just, or I haven't heard greatest, anything about that. Just, <laughs> I think you're wrong, just, Matt. Okay. Just the greatest coach of all time, having his okay. last game at Cameron Indoor, which is going to be phenomenal. Uh, Duke is really good this year, but we have our own issues. But uh, we haven't. They Duke is the opposite of tested. The ACC is so incredibly bad, which is completely weird. That there's literally no other team that is has been ranked like throughout the season. It's been insane how good the Big Twelve has been and how awful the ACC has been. Usually that is the other way around, but the past two years the Big Twelve has just been insane. Kansas State, you ever watch Kansas State play basketball? They are not going to make the tournament. They, I think, they are last in the Big Twelve or second to last in the Big Twelve. Yeah, have that they done a, anything noteworthy this year? Like that is a that is a tournament team. That is literally a tournament. You watch them play. That is an NCAA tournament. That is one of the best 65 or 68, whatever the number is, teams in the country. Yeah. They will not be in the tournament unless they win the conference tournament. But that team is good. Like The Big 12 is insanely, insanely talented. And I try to keep that in mind when I'm trying to you know, like think about how Beard is doing. But I would really like an offense. And it's not his fault we haven't had a good offense in like a decade. But oh, the I would really part. like a good yeah. offense. We haven't had yeah. a good offense in like a decade. It's nasty. It's extremely nasty. And I'm really tired of watching basketball where you know that your team's going to struggle to put up 65. That is not fun basketball to watch. I like defense more than like as much as the next guy, but I would really like to put the ball in the hoop sometimes. That'd be nice. I think something that can bring us all together is the following statement. Fuck Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. I agree. Fuck Gonzaga. Cheeks, big cheeks, and and big also cheeks. fuck John Stockton. Fuck him. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're going to end with a little game that Evan and I have prepared. It's very simple. I think you guys are going to be able to understand it. Evan, do you have your we list also, of words? Um, yes, and also you guys should know the idea we had instead of what we're about to do was much worse than this. Yes. So this is this is a a significant upgrade from what we thought about doing. Exactly. Oh God. And it's just a simple game of word association. I will say a name or a word, and you'll just give us the first two seconds that come off of your brain, okay? okay. This is such a bad idea for us two, but it's a fantastic idea. We'll start pretty easy, pretty I'm gonna try not to be get canceled from this game. Yeah, we'll right? That's what I was thinking. We won't get yeah. y'all's pod canceled. <laughs> um if we haven't been canceled yet, then I think we're okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll start. Marcus Carr. Trash. <laughs> Marcus, uh, oh, I don't even know how to what to say. 
He played poorly against Baylor. He played no, I think that's appropriate. I don't even know what to say. I think that is right on the money. Evan. Um, uh, Charlie Strong. Trash. <sighs> yeah, trash. <laughs> it hurts me to slander Charlie Strong. Chris Four Beard. values. A fraud. Pe- Chris Beard? Chris Beard's not a fraud. I'm going to say uh, pending. Pending. Okay. Um, Case McCoy. Texas A&M stinks. <laughs> Texas A&M like Case McCoy beat them. A serious program. Absolutely disgusting. I remember watching that game and being both happy and sad at the same time. I didn't know how to feel at all because I wasn't a fan. I, it was a very odd experience. I didn't know right. how to feel. So, a little quick segue. We continue this, but do y'all remember Case McCoy getting suspended for being a film man in a porno? I don't yes. know. Oh, God. That, happened. that actually happened. Absolutely. That actually happened. No, I I this is the first I've ever heard of that. I've never Evan, heard of that before. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> this is a nasty story. Link. Case Where's McCoy the link? was the OG browser. <laughs> Can't find the link. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I think this could be good because I think this is like a genuine piece of the internet that I just missed, and I'm excited to learn about it. This happened during a bowl. It was like before bowl a bowl game. game Jordan or something. Hicks was smashing a chick, and Case McCoy was a cameraman. <laughs> I'm like a. Well, like I couldn't have put it in more succinctly razor? than that. That is correct. Was it like with a camcorder? Was like was this iPhone era? It wasn't like, that was old. Now hold on, don't slander Texas like that. It was at least a razor. <laughs> yeah, this was in this is like right after flip phones. If it was an iPhone, it was one of the first generation iPhones, which is basically like a disposable camera in terms of this like, was twenty twelve. So yeah, exactly. Oh, so there were iPhones. Yeah. It was iPhones. I know it, it was. was He's on a three GS. It was an extremely nasty story to come out. And I said, wow, uh, Colt McCoy was like an American legend and a hero at Texas's campus with Christian values. And his brother got caught filming two people having sex. And he wasn't one of them. And he just was like, no, guys, I'll just the camera. <laughs> Which is Jeez. the weirdest, extremely weird thing to do. Hey. So you know when you see the old McCoy. videos of like LeBron and Baylor would call that servant leadership. Right? <laughs> Couldn't have been so good. You know. Do you know if he, yeah, he could have been soaking. He could have been on the bed with them. He, he could have been, been soaking. He could have been a jump that, hopper. He's he was a jump hopper. Yep. And that way it's not a sin. I am begging you to let me say the next name, okay? I don't even know What's what the next, the next name is going to be. It can't be uh, worse we'll, than Case McCoy. We'll say uh, Vince. Legend. National title. Come on, guys. The greatest. Yeah. Thank yeah. y'all have read too. TGI Friday. That's what they're saying. They're saying he can read, too. That's great. Hey, um, hey, 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 damn, god damn. Um, all right, my next, I didn't make a list, so this is real time. Yeah, um, go for it. Gerard finish with... Oh my god, hey, he tricked the hell out of me because after that California <laughs> game, <laughs> hey, I said, Boy, that is bitch on 2.0. I said, Y'all gonna have to see us look at these stats, and that man did that not do against Notre Dame ever again. I was and not I... fooled at all. By by the Gerard Hurd experience, I was un- I was probably lie. just pessimistic. I was un- I was not fooled at all by Gerard Hurd. I wasn't fooled and- by swoops. I wasn't fooled by Ellinger. I was Tyrone Swoopy. I hate it. I hate Sam Ellinger. I hope, I'm sorry. I was, <laughs> no, I, was fooled, I was fooled by uh, what the hell is the t- the uh, SMU guy? He transferred to SMU Michelle. after he Shane. Shane. Yes, Shane. Shane I was. No, not Bouchelle. Before him, uh, played David in the Natty. 
Sorry, no. So many, so many Texas he, quarterbacks have transferred. He was, the starting, SMU, he was the starting quarterback the year after, uh, the year after Garrett, Colt left. Garrett Gilbert. Uh, Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, Garrett, I was, Gilbert. I, I bought in. I was like, this kid. Oh, bro, at that national title, so I said, fucking oh, good. Over. <laughs> yeah, he okay. Had in the Navy, in I was like, this like guy's quarters. I was like, this kid's going to come in onto campus as it started the next year and fucking dominate. And we went five and seven. And, and started because, of, uh, all the bad, of all the bad things. Because this is the flavor of Texas fan that I enjoy the most. The the moving forward, radically optimistic. I truly enjoy that. I wish I had that optimism in my life. That's me. Just truly a story of perseverance every single offseason. Just being... <laughs> Just embracing hope and ready to move forward. It's crazy because people make jokes that y'all do that, but you convince a lot of people every single year too. They're like, "Oh fuck!" Like, it's absolutely true. It's happening, and that's why the last name. That's why the last name I'll say here is Quinn, my son, the goat, (laughs) savior, chosen one. I'm telling you, after oh. Alabama, because we're gonna throw uh, whatever that card guy. We're gonna let him play every game up until Alabama. Let him get cooked. No, let my son not. Quinn come in fourth quarter, <laughs> and then after that, we probably don't lose a game for the next three to four years, depending on if he loves the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we are optimistic, but y'all have to realize that it's not us lying to the timeline. It's Texas lying to us. Y'all always leave mm-hmm. that part off. Texas has lied to us. For years and years and years, and well, and it's started. and it's funny because I think deep down we all understand that because I've never seen anyone call either of you a liar. I've seen a lot of things <laughs> people have said. No one's ever called you a liar, so I think you're onto something. Texas Let me tell you a quick story. <laughs> this is this is the honest truth. I've shared this like one or two times, and I don't want anybody to blame me because Teach gets so much blame for a sucking, and he's the curse. So I just kind of let it ride. But 2009, when Colt McCoy gets hurt, and like you see him on the sideline, like Winston trying to throw, I said, God, please, if you let Colt come back in this game and we win, I will never miss church again. Bro, we lost. And I said, fuck church. I ain't going there. I ain't going that weekend. <laughs> I didn't Bro. go that weekend. I didn't you know. Go. I said, yeah. Back. No, I went back to church because I've tried to atone for it because my program has been literally in the dirt <laughs> since that moment. But like, Legit, and I swear to you, it's a true story. Uh, like I was, I almost fell in the floor, and my mom was like, "Get out the floor! It's a damn football game." I was like, "You don't understand. I need you." Don't understand, mom. I and also, I seen... God, you, God, you had your chance, and you, you fumbled, God. I <laughs> this is on you, God. It, 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 it felt like a choice. It felt like so a divine choice. Be was made so mad day. in my life. I've seen a million mad people. I've been mad myself. I've never seen someone so mad where they said, "Fuck church." I've never, I've never seen that level of disappointed, of, of betrayed. Fuck church is incredible. I, oh. I don't know where else we can take this. So, Matt, guys, I'm for the episode. It might have episode to be. seventeen. Fuck church. It might no, have no, to no. be that. God, please forgive me. I need one more title before I die. So, um, Matt, I know you're trying to wrap it up, but can I ask one more quick question before we do it? Because I gotta, I gotta go. You can. Okay, you both are familiar with the butterfly flex, so I won't explain it to you. What yes. do you think the world would look like right now if Garrett Gilbert would have won that game against Alabama? If he would have cooked, what do you think we, we would, would be doing right now? We would have won at least three, maybe four subsequent national championships. Mac Brown would have left, but he would have picked his coach in waiting, and he would have left like the good way and not the bad way. And we would have <laughs> I, had that same coach now. Hopefully, that coach wouldn't have been Charlie Strong, so we would have been fucked either way. 
Probably would have been Nick Saban, honestly. Probably would have been Saban. He would be like, you know what? They beat me. Mac Brown that's where the new, that's where the new dynasty is. Mm-hmm. If you can't beat him, join him. We got Nick Saban as our defensive coordinator for Max last year. We won the national championship. Nick Saban is promoted to head coach, and then we won the national championship in Nick Saban's first year as head coach. It would have been beautiful. Yes, our righteous that... gemstone Sweeney. He could have been our coach. <laughs> and I don't think you're wrong. Like I don't think I don't think you're overstating this at all. Like I do Evan. think that that would have been a catapult. Even Unfortunately, we this. changed our whole scheme after Alabama ran through us. Instead of running the spread, this man said, "Hey, I'm gonna get physical, and we're gonna run." It got nasty, bro. What? So, yeah, definitely. Also, if we would have won two more championships, if uh, what's his he who not he who shall not be named, I just call him Voldemort, uh, had caught a certain interception against Texas Tech uh, in that Crabtree game. If we catch that. We are in the natty, but it was cool because we went to the natty the next year or the year after. Next year, and then and then that's when you know the bad stuff happened with with the yeah with Colts. Matt, we need to timestamp that. That's our first Blake Gideon reference of our podcast together. All right, can I ask you one question and then we can go? I'm sorry, (laughs) I gotta ask this. Don't apologize. What do you have for me? Would y'all trade your basketball titles for one football title? Wait, you you mean the? Are we talking about women's and men's basketball titles or yeah, just the so yeah, 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 yeah. need you to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. I, you, have a, we do need you to clarify. Yeah. We have to trade the football uh, trade conference all championship for one national championship. We have to trade the football conference championship? Yes, because that's not a national championship. So I would, would I wouldn't it? do it. No, I I'm pretty it. happy where I am right now. I wouldn't Thanks. do it, and I'll tell you why. I wouldn't do it because I love slander more than I love anything else. And as you two can attest, <laughs> it gets very hard if you only have one national championship to get bars off. However, I mean, but if you got one and everybody else has none, then it's like. Mm. But they have they have many of so many other things, you know, like swimming titles. I would like to say that of all the things that have been said on this podcast, what Evan just said hurt me the most. I'm sorry. And, you know, I do feel bad about this one because usually I'm trying to be funny mean. And that was me, like, from the depths of my soul. Like, that, was, that was the truest thing I've ever said to any. Like, I was so it's, genuine with that. that hurt it's me always the a therapy session. It's always a therapy session here on that Between Two Bears. <laughs> and I don't think this is any different. Gentlemen, I'll give you a chance to plug where people can find you. I know you guys are doing a fantastic UFC and MMA podcast. And I want to give you an Woo! opportunity to plug that. Yes, sir. Uh, we are both uh, co-hosts of the Underhooks podcast. We talk about MMA, uh, combat sports, mostly UFC. Um, yeah, I'm also a member of the uh, One Take uh, podcast. We talk about our movies. good friends over at One Take Pod. Yes, sir. We've had Matt and Evan on. We've had uh, Blah on as well. So, uh, yeah, and I'm uh, Les Humble Teach. You can see it on the screen. And that's it for me. Blah, where can I they guess. find you? Uh, now, I, <clears throat> just a giant warning flag. Uh, look, it's a very warning. particular life choice to follow any four of us online. <laughs> so I just want to throw that up. And that's not for our two guests. That's for all of us. But if you're here, you knew that already. Look, I apologize Blah, where, they can, where can they find you? When I'm sleepy or when I'm yeah. up early. But um, follow me. That means all the time. Discretion. You just you yeah, just it's about time for hours of the day. Yeah. It's about Are you time. sleepy it's or about you just woke up? Time. This is all. 
But other than that, I'm just on the underhook spot where we're talking about, you know, like T said, some UFC. Y'all got to watch UFC and just come join for y'all's first impression of UFC. Like, I we I have do people need to doing make my that. official. Yeah, I need to make my official well, entry into learning about that space. I was gonna say people, for those of you who haven't listened to the Underhoods Pod Underhooks podcast before, I listened to it for the first time last week because I'm typically not an MMA guy, but I gave it a shot. One, it was funny, and two, I watched MMA like last weekend. I fired it up for like 30 minutes. I was well, there you go. Like 20 of it. Join us. I had it on. You gotta it's get good. hooked it's with interesting. us. It's interesting. It's interesting and there's going to be a time in the next few years where we're going to see someone get murdered in one of those cages. And we're going to have to talk about it. Oh my God. So, bro, no, please not, no, <laughs> that's not what we want. No, please God. Don't let that. Yeah. Happen. I don't want please it either, don't. but here we are, you know, we're going to have to so, name it if it happens. Look at Matt's face. You're going to have to because they're probably not going to be dead immediately. So there's already going to be jokes. Off. Oh, this is even worse. <laughs> yeah. So I want to be here. Oh, that That's why I'm awful. signing up for this. I want this to watch is, that. I want it from this side of the looking glass. If we know? if we live meme someone's death, then we have to literally all take a break from Twitter. Everybody's right, gonna take what? a week off. This is what I do. We can't live meme a death. This is what I do to Evan. <laughs> Y'all get out of here and go back to church. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Evan here. Um just walked into <laughs> Um, hey, it's me. It's not Evan. You guys might have to sit through a couple takes of this, but uh, I'm gonna, I'll let you know which one I want uh, submitted. Okay, bye. Was that the whole first voicemail? That was the first one of three. (laughs) Okay, I do not talk like that at coffee shops. Hold on. There's, There's a better one coming up. Okay, so I know I say this every time, but I I swear I'm not a coffee snob. I don't really care about it as much as it seems. Like, yes, I worked at Common Grounds for so many years at Baylor, but but you see the way she's steaming this milk right now? Yeah, okay, she's steaming I'm still here. it way I too hot so that when she pours the milk in the drink, it's going to be way too hot to drink. And that's just uh, yeah. not... No. Good coffee, folks. The folks at the end Ew. is what kills me. She fried my ass. The uh, folks at the end is actually what kills me. Uh, okay, one, she's right. Do not. Oh, here's the thing about. I told her this when I the same day. I said, "Here's the thing. No one accidentally makes your milk too hot. If you if you're listening to this and you've ever gotten a coffee drink and your milk has been scalding hot, that was on purpose." When baristas steam milk, it's it's in a glass. They're holding like a mug contraption where they're holding their hand on it to feel the temperature to steam it. So if you've ever gotten scalding hot milk, it's because they fucking hate you. All right, <laughs> it's not an accident. They're they're they didn't make a whoopsie. They're not learning. That is on purpose. So she's right. Wonderful stuff. She fried Wonderful my stuff. ass. <laughs> See you guys well, next week.